Welcome to the Location Indie Podcast, an unfiltered, behind-the-scenes, no-holds-barred look at the realities of the location-independent lifestyle from two guys who are living that lifestyle. I'm Trav. And I'm Jason. We're the co-founders of Location Indie. And you may have noticed there was no timer in this episode, Trav. Yes, that's because once a month, we're going to be rolling out a very special bonus episode for you where we're highlighting one of our Location Indie members and their story of how they became location independent. We're going to be doing that today. So let's get into it. I'm so excited to welcome this month's Location Indie Member of the Month, Deb Shell. Congratulations, Deb. Huge welcome and thanks for joining me. Thank you. It is a super big honor. I'm super new to the community. I only have been a member since the spring. So yeah, really honored just to I, have I been recognized. Two that you are the first member of the month that actually played the uh, tambourine at one of our live <laughs> events as well, if I'm not mistaken. You were rocking that tambourine at our Denver experience. I love live music. So anywhere there's live music, I'm down for a tambourine, if that's what's called upon. So. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys are going to hear through this interview, Deb's enthusiasm and energy is just infectious. And that's one of the things that, that I love about you, Deb. Why don't we ter- take it back a little bit? Because you say you've been a member since the spring. So you've been with LI for about, let's say, seven, eight months-ish. What did the life that you were leading looked like before location and you can even bring it back further if you'd like but what was like a typical normal deb lifestyle and day like back then <laughs> um yeah well so about a year ago i really um january of last year december uh, and january of last year i've been really trying to figure out what i really want to do with my life because i had went to i was had previously gone down a path that was really destructive to myself and um, wasn't just wasn't a good place. So I created some minimalism about a year ago, two years ago. Um, get rid of a lot, of, getting rid of a lot of things around me. And then once you clear that clutter, like a lot of people know, I kind of realized that there's a lot of internal stuff that I needed to work on. So um, I started working with a coach earlier in this year in January um, and kind of deep diving into that. And part of recreating a new identity for myself um, with this change in perspective of this is who I was and this is who I'm becoming is, well, I'm really don't want to be stuck in Pennsylvania forever. I really want to travel. And if I'm going to listen to all these nutrition and, and wellness, all these books about how to eat better and, and, you know, fuel my body with really great nutrition and um, train and improve my physical self and my mental self, because I was also working on building um, and adding in yoga, a daily practice of yoga, a daily practice of meditation, all of these like outward things. And I'm also inwardly working. 
all were lining up with like what I was actively doing. So that in turn, I started listening to, you know, I was listening to all these health podcasts and working with a coach earlier in January, February, March, April. And then that was when I kind of like said, well, I need to start listening to travel podcasts. I need to learn about travel. It's really what I wanted to do for my whole life. But yet I've never actually taken the steps progressively to like go somewhere besides like a little here or there, um, you know, locally. So yeah, that was, that was kind of what brought me in. It was these other steps that I was creating um, and making a, a better perspective for me to grow and learn um, physically and mentally. And, and I knew that's the, where I needed to start. And then like just learning a lot more about and changing that mindset of, hey, it, it's possible for me to travel. Like I don't need to co- wait until I'm completely out of debt. I've been working on getting debt free. I started about two and a half years ago in $45,000 of debt. I'm down to 6,000 now after that amount of time. But I'm like, I'm still like, okay, well, I can still travel. I'm still, I can still work towards my goals and travel. It doesn't have to be, oh, I can't travel until, you know, I'm debt free. And so br- breaking those mindsets is kind of how I got into with the help of Location India after I joined the group and understanding a little bit more of how you guys all have your own stories and how you've developed and grown over the years and taking from some of that bits and pieces of everybody's kind of experiences or guidance and just creating that in my own you know life. I'm like, oh, okay, well, being location independent is a, really what I want. That's And now I've got to figure out. And I came from um, a place of I listened to the um, your podcast and Jason's. That's how I initially found you guys. And then um, jo- did the Paradise Pack uh, in the spring and then joined Location Indie. So that's kind of how my progression was. What did people in your regular life think? Because you're making these huge changes. And obviously, they're positive for you. But sometimes there's pushback from other people because they, if they see someone else making these changes or, or doing things they start to possibly feel guilty that they're not doing those things as well. So you mentioned you started to try like getting out of debt, a huge one and and a big struggle for a lot of people. Then you said, all right, I'm going to work on my health. And then you said, all right, well, I'm going to work on my, my inward self with yoga and meditation. Then you said, all right, I'm going to add travel. So you're like adding layers and layers and layers. You're basically hitting all these points that a lot of other people want to work on, but might not be. Was there like encouragement from people around you or was it kind of a solo journey until you started finding others who were doing it, like people inside of LI? A lot of it's a solo journey because I didn't have a lot of support from other people. My friends are all kind of in different places in their life where they're focused on family and kids or or work and things like that. The work environment, I'm still in a full-time, I'm not remote yet. I'm working on that, but I'm, um, you know, in an environment where there's a mindset of this like mentality of you need to make a lot of money and you have things and, you know, you have to have retirement, you have to have all these things. And and I didn't really was like, I don't really need all of that stuff. Like this isn't, so I was having this identity of where I'm like, I'm really not relating to my environments, like my, my, um, work environment or some of the friendships that I had. So I, I kind of started like, pulling myself away from those people that weren't really super supportive and then leaning towards these other cre- uh, creative um, people who were, you know, more involved and active in supporting what I was doing. And I do have family support um, and they're super, super um, always been support. I'm a creative and an artist. Um, I've been doing 
creative work since I was in high school. So I've always had a really supportive uh, family structure. So at the end of the day, they're with me. They were just like, kind of like, what are you going to try to do? What's happening? We don't really get it. So it was just kind of like clarifying, okay, it's going to be cool. You know, we'll, I'm not running off to Mexico tomorrow. That's in February. But <laughs> That's right. That's right. You got a few months to you running off to Mexico. And whether you come back or not, who knows? Well, to be determined, right? So you you decided that you were, did this whole like new Deb kick off with the getting out of debt? Was that like the first chunk where you said, hey, I'm going to start taking a little bit more control of my life? Well, yeah. And it was a toxic relationship, but it was it was a lot of things. It was just realizing that I'm not the place I want to be at this point in my life. I'm not happy with, I'm really miserable with where I'm at. And I'm just like, I got to do something. I got to make changes in my life. And so it was just that progressiveness. And I can't change everything all in five seconds, right? You're not going to like lose 30 pounds, travel the world and get out of debt all in five minutes and, and like all automatically not want to crave sugar every five seconds. Like that's just not how the world works. Like that's just, so it was, I think, the books I had been reading and what I, who had podcasts and people I've been talking to and listening to had really talked about just kind of doing that little step, step, little, those little, everything matters. And when you come from the perspective of everything matters and you're just building that new person, one step at a time, one brick at a time, like they say about how the habits you are currently doing are the person that you're, you're, you are, that you're becoming. So if you could reinforce the bad habit, you're going to continue to stay in that cycle versus if you're um, practicing healthy habits, you're going to progress into a new place. Yeah. One of the things that I find so inspiring about your story is that you have taken it step by step, but if if we look at it in a big scheme of things, if you say, "Hey, two and a half years ago, I started getting trying to get out of debt, and I went from forty five thousand down to six thousand, so you've cut off almost all that. Like you're you're slaying that dragon; it's almost finished. You're getting healthy. You're you've got like a pretty crazy, not in a bad way, a great morning routine now. You've been part of LI. You went through our Denver experience. So it seems to me that even though you can't do it all in five minutes, you're doing it pretty quickly. I mean, you're taking on some big, big, big life things and you're saying, I'm going to do it in small steps, but you're also attacking it in a way that that you're making significant progress much quicker than maybe someone else because in my mind, it's because it's consistent. Like you're not, you're not thinking you'll do it all at once, but you're also not giving in at the first obstacle. Does that, does that kind of seem how it's been for you? Yeah. <laughs> well, yes. And it's, it's practicing those habits. Like I'm still, I'm still, ha- I'm still struggling a lot. Um, the last month has just been really, really challenging with just that mindset of like not going into the old mindset because I have a tendency in this time of the year to go back to the past, right? Depression is what, when you're living in the past, anxiety is living in the future, right? So to work to be present, like I'm really trying to do, it's just that constant reset. So instead of, you know, back in the day, it took me a month to reset or six months to reset or three days to reset. Now I'm instantly like, okay, I need to reset. Like if I'm making a choice that doesn't align with like my values, then I'm just like, okay, you know, next choice is going to be on or next, you know, the next hour I can rock this next hour. So I'm like constantly resetting. So I think it's just practicing that repetition of, okay, it's cool. (laughs) I didn't do exactly how I wanted to do today, but we can, you know, make it. And I've been working with using the tools, the 
board behind me here, I created um, to inspire me to travel more next year um, and to put those goals out on the board and just setting goals and working with the LI community and you guys and listening to you and, and really practicing those um, habits every day. But I think it's been, it's definitely been one of the hardest things. And I think the next three months, I can take the, the next couple months and push as hard as I've ever pushed and I'll get results that I've never had. And that's what I've like, have been really journaling about in the last two weeks is like, I keep pushing against like this comfort zone. I'm like, oh, I don't, you know, I can, uh, well, I can do it later. But I'm like, no, it's now. And so I've been pushing back against that back and forth. So I think it's a constant improvement every every step and it's just been yeah it's been having that integrity and living that and just writing it out yeah what what are the habits that you've been able to put into place because i know when you came to denver you were it was i was inspired by this i don't know if i've even told you in person but when you said hey i've got this morning routine i'm I'm traveling to denver i'm going to be there for a week but i want to make sure i i don't give into my give up my morning routine because a lot of times when we're traveling or we're going there, we're going to be around people. We kind of we're like, ah, like for me, oh, well, like I'm out with friends. My friends are in town. So I'll just have like a few more beers. Or I'll go out to eat. You know what I mean? You start to fall into that, that pressure. And you said, hey, I want to keep this morning routine that I have going, even though I'm changing my environment, even though I'm going to be around people that are new. And I actually saw that and thought, this is pretty cool. Like she's gung ho about this. So what are the habits that you've been able to create? What does your morning routine look like? And what are the things that are helping you like reset that button that you go back to to keep yourself centered? Yeah, so I started this at the beginning of this year with a daily practice of yoga and meditation. I use, um, I quit the gym. Uh, I wrote a blog post about that recently on improving myself, like my strength at home. Like there's workouts you can YouTube. You don't have to drive anywhere. It saves a lot of time. Um, So I've just been like waking up early and I work, so I'm working still at an office Monday through Friday. Um, I have to be there at like 11 o'clock in the morning. So because I work West Coast hours. So basically I'm structuring my morning so that I'm front loading everything that I want to get done personally first thing in the day. So then it's done. And usually I'm just coming home, doing a few things in an email and then reading hopefully, and then going to bed early. Like I typically try to get that seven, eight hours of sleep, which is really hard to get (laughs) all the time. Um, But I've been really trying to be consistent with getting enough sleep. So that's been a huge factor because then I really want to wake up at 6.30 in the morning. I typically wake up between 6 6 and 7 o'clock in the morning. And then um, I'm starting my day with the journaling. Um, I just, there's a group in one of Heath's, groups, masterminds that wanted to, I mentioned it during a call, a mastermind call was The Artist's Way. Um, That's a book that I went through um, last year, well, actually this year, um, in the last six months, I've went through that. And it's like a workbook where you do a lot of journaling and asks you, prompts you questions. So I've been working with that book. I'm actually going to be, I guess we're starting up a, like a group chat in January, but um. So I've been using that as a guide, as well as some other, like the daily stoic journal I had gotten in the beginning of the year. Let me just tell you, I did not journal at all 
up until January 1st of this year. And the fact that I am looking at a journal and I have written in it twice a day, every single day for an entire year. And that's the point is that when you're talking about being consistent, it's like, that's, that's everything. Like if you can be consistent and do what you say you're going to do all of the time or even a percentage of the time, um, that's a, a slight increase, then it's an amazing thing. So I've been building those all year long and just continually practicing. And I, am, I know when you were saying like in Denver, it's easy to, you know, sleep in or like I'm staying up, but there's always something, right? That's the biggest thing this year that like I always go against is like, there's always freaking stuff in the office. Like people are, there's always somebody who's retiring and there's always a freaking sheet cake. Like I, it's <laughs> just this time. No, because the next Tuesday there'll be hot up. Like it's just like every other day there is something. So, and the Denver thing, that's the first big trip I'd ever had on my own up to this point. And I wanted to experience everything about it. I knew I was going in knowing that I was going to do a story feature for Travel Pulse. I knew I wanted to get a lot of photos and go to see as much as I possibly could in the time that I was there. I didn't want to waste any time like sleeping in because I was just like, that's a waste of time. Why would I want to sleep? I could like go hiking and all this stuff. So um, I was like really dedicated to just wanting to do, wanting to be writing every morning and writing my experience from the day before of how I felt so I could use that towards my story and towards my blog post that I wanted to write when I came back. So I, I went into that trip knowing certain things I was going to do. Like I was going to write for Travel Pulse. I was going to write a blog post when I came back. I didn't know it was going to be a series of four, five. That's how it ended up being because it was like really long. But um I, I had those plans and I set that intention. So I think it's a lot about just setting the intentions of what is it I really want? Okay, well, I really want to be a travel writer. So I have to practice being a travel by, by, by going and traveling and writing about it. So I have that written down, have the feelings, and then continue the practices that I'm already doing at home because it's super easy once I've built a habit at home in my environment. But it, like you're saying, it's another whole level to do it somewhere that's outside of my comfort zone. Or like when people are walking in, I'm just like, oh man, I don't want people to watch me doing freaking yoga. Like I feel stupid right now or like sitting there and, you know, meditating or reading or whatever it is I'm doing. But then I had to get past that, right? I had to get past that block of just saying, you know what? I need to meditate and I need to do my freaking yoga and I'm going to do it right now. And people are going to be walking around and they're doing their thing and they don't really care anyway. Right. And one of the cool things about that is it usually is inspiring then, right? Like you don't know, like you think, Hey, people are going to look at me and they're going to think I'm weird, but someone might walk by and be like, man, she's really, really on it. Like she's committed. She's doing, she's meditating this morning. They might sit there and say, I wish I was meditating and maybe the next morning they're doing it in their room or something like that. Um, mm -hmm. So I think you can serve it as an inspiration that way. And a big congrats on journaling every day as a non-journaler myself um, who, who never made it as many days as you. Uh, I could say big congrats on that. Now, would I like the thing I'm wondering is, is it all self-accountability or do you have accountability partners for certain things? Because you've been very consistent with journaling. You've been very consistent with yoga and meditation. You said, Hey, before I wasn't, is it because like you're someone is holding you accountable or was it just a mindset shift and you're doing it on your own? So in the beginning of the year, I think I did have a coach and I worked with, with a group of people, a community of people that were accountable. And I've, 
had a system where I'm writing down what I'm eating, for example. Um, I'm writing down all my other like priorities and plans and stuff like that. It kind of, so that group, and that was part of it for like the nutrition and wellness and mindset. But then when I joined Location Indie, you guys, that, that group and, and just posting certain things in the group when I was starting out um, and doing like the Paradise Pack videos and doing all of these different things and communicating. Um, that was what kind of, I created this person that then everybody was like, oh, that's who Deb is. And then I'm like, oh, but I actually have to do this shit now. <laughs> I was just like, I have to keep like, because now I'm like, not just talking to BS about something to my office coworker and being like, one day I'll figure this out. I'm like, actually, I got to kind of figure it out now because I've already been talking about it with people. So. All right. People already know, like, they're like, all right, well, Deb says she's going to do this. And you know that yeah. people in LI are actually going to like, be like, Hey, that's Deb. We like, and be holding you accountable for it. Right. But, yeah. Yeah. So those, those things. And then just like the, I think I'm really hard on myself. I give myself a really hard time. There's dates in that journal. So the dates in the journal pretty much kept me like, if I was missing two or three days, I'm catching up on it because I didn't want to basically throw the, throw the whole journal out the window because I missed four or three days. And then like, I don't think I've ever missed more than two, but anyway, focusing on that. Yeah. I'm just really hard on myself. I think a lot of time I don't give myself enough credit and I, do you think that there is like when I did this la last uh, podcast or blog post, I was just like, man, I'm really, I have done a ton of stuff this year and I am super proud of the changes I've made. No, I'm not at the exact place I want to be right now, but that's okay. I didn't expect to travel to Denver or go to Austin this year. I, those were plans that I had never anticipated, like meeting you guys, being on a podcast. I mean, like that's stuff I never would have thought about a year ago. So just having those different changes in my life has been phenomenal to yeah, help my transition. I think that's one of the neat parts too, is we a lot of times need other people for accountability. And we also need other people for perspective, especially when we're hard on ourselves. Like I think it's sometimes easier to have perspective when we talk about things we wish we had done and the obstacles. And it's much harder to have perspective and say, wait a second, I have done some really cool stuff. And that's one of the things I love about the community too, is we won't let you get away. If you've done cool stuff, we're going to shout it out, right? We're going to get you on the podcast. We're going to talk to you about it because we want everyone to realize the cool stuff you've been doing and, and have it be an inspiration for them, as well as have you get to like realize, hey, there's other people out there who are inspired by what I'm doing. And, and that's yeah. one of the reasons we wanted to have you on and, and talk about it. You mentioned earlier about, hey, these next three months, like I'm going to push, like I'm even going to push harder because I could, I could like stay in my comfort zone a little bit or just push, push out a tiny bit, but I'm going to push, 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 push even further. What do you see? Like, what are the things that you want to happen over the next three months or over the next six months? What, what would you love if you came back on six months to say, hey, this was where my journey was at six months ago and here's where I'm at now? So I'm actively working on leaving my corporate job to do a remote job. I joined virtual vocations and um, flex jobs um, the last two months. Um, I've been applying to jobs like every day. I've been really like I talked to a couple friends locally here. Um, 
and then have done some webinars. I took a PTO day today. I took a PTO day last Tuesday to start working on ramping up my resume because I already have remote experience. And so I'm realizing that there's a lot of stuff that I already have that I can use to my advantage because the biggest thing I, when I did the Paradise Pack, a lot of that, I did that like find your passion and all that stuff. And I've had creative, a creative background. I was doing writing um, previously, I worked as a journalist for a number of years, and then I was struggling with financially, and so I transitioned into sales, and now I'm kind of better financially, like getting to a place of like where I'm okay with that. But now I'm like, I don't really want to stay in Pennsylvania, and I want to travel, and I want to do all these things. So I, my goals in the next three months are like be out of that job. That's the number one goal, and there's a lot of other things I want to do. I want to create business or build a, you know, build an online business. There's a lot of what came out of that paradise pack and that find your passion is to build a space, to create a space where people can communicate and feel respected and uh, heard. And I don't know if that space means a physical space, like a building. I don't know if that means like an online community kind of a thing. I don't know if that means I'm going to coach with people. I had a couple of people ask me about coaching that I'd like to kind of delve into that. I don't know if that means I'm just going to write more stories and interview more people and do more freelance work. It's a, I could go in so many directions, but that's what I'm saying is like, I really want my focus instead of trying to figure out that right now to be on this okay, well, I, there's tons of jobs out there that are remote jobs. I can do writing jobs or I can do sales jobs or one of the two. I can figure out a way. So I'm working with coaches. Um, I have a conference call later today with two different coaches for career coaching for remote jobs. So I've prioritized those and I really want to push there. And I think that that's the first thing. And then the other thing is just really working on being full of integrity for my own choices because I, this time of year has really always been hard for me, the holidays, because I'm really sappy stuff, like not, you know, not to like go into too much, but I'm just like, you know, I guess I get down. I get down with being single and not having that kind of idealistic family that a lot of other people have or um, I don't even get along with my family sometimes. <laughs> and sometimes I do and sometimes they're great. But um, just not not turning to food and other things. That's really where I need to work. And like instead of you know seeking out a relationship or you know going out and like making choices that I know aren't serving me because they're just a distraction to like get me through this holiday season, I'm not going to help. And they're ultimately taking me in the opposite direction of where. I want to go. So I just kind of, that was kind of this morning's journal entry. It was really about, you need to do the uncomfortable thing, like say no to the cookies because there's 12,000 cookies and you're just, you don't need like that's sometimes that's been the food thing has been really struggling. You know, it's really been hard for me. And especially when you work in a place like an office environment where they're just constantly like, they treat us like five-year-olds and I'm like, here's cupcakes today, guys. You did great. Here's your sales numbers. Pizza day. I'm just like, where, where are we at? Kindergarten? I don't understand, but 
Anyway, so my focus is like the health nutrition and then just working on really dedicating myself in the next couple of months to investing in myself, in my career specifically, where I was more health focused. Now I'm still health focused, but it's more mindset and it's more about making those decisions to get clearer on what my values and goals are and what really is important to me. And right now is that environment is super important is, is like to get out of the office environment. And then like, I love the environment I created at home. And so if I can do something where I'm working from home and then in the next three months, develop a plan, you know, going well, forward. I have, I have no doubt that you will slay that just like you've been saying everything else over the last two and a half years. And I, I appreciate the open and on, openness and honesty with that too, because a lot of times, you know, you people like, oh, the holidays are here. This is so great. And then for some people, the holidays aren't so great. Like it's more difficult than other times. And and all of us have those those peaks and valleys and seasons of our life that, that seem to be more difficult than others. And um, yeah, I think that for you, and and that's that's pretty awesome that you just have the mindset. You're saying, Hey, like, I don't want to, in two weeks when the holidays are over, I don't want to be back further than where I started the holidays. I actually want to be ahead. Like I want to come out of this and say, I actually was ahead of where I started the holidays instead of just staying put or going backwards. And then, right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. And then the job thing, I like you, I don't know. You're very systematic. I love it. And you set it up. <laughs> you say, all right, I, I focus on this. I've kind of not accomplished this, but I've been able to set processes and things in place that help me with this. Boom, with the debt. Okay. Now I've been able to do that with my health and wellness. All right. Now I've been able to do that with with my morning routine and kind of my own emotional state. And now you're saying, all right, the last piece or not the last piece, but the uh, next big piece is how can I go remote? And And I think a lot of times people don't look at their situation and figure out the, the best way. And, and you kind of have, you say, I don't need to do something amazing. I have my own business right away. And, and you even mentioned that, but you said, I know if I go remote and take a job that's remote doing something similar to what I'm doing now, that'll put me ahead of where I was when I was working in an office. And so, um, yeah, I think that it's just pretty inspiring and or not, I don't think it's inspiring. It is very, very inspiring. And uh, that's one reason, Deb, I wanted to highlight you and, and just have you come on and tell your story because you've been such an inspiration to the LI community as in person. We're going to get to see you in Mexico. Uh, yeah, which is awesome. Well, a lot of us got to hang out with you in Denver. And, and ever since that time and just following your journey, I just sit back and, and you've been a true inspiration to me. I think a lot of others as well, just with the positivity and with saying, hey, I, I know I don't have it all figured out, but every day I'm taking a step to figure it out more and more and more. And it is a journey and it's not going to happen at once, but you're also not going to sit back and not push your comfort zone. So I think you've got a good balance there. You're not expected to happen all at once, but you're also saying, I'm not going to let it happen to me either. I'm going to go after it. Right. Yeah, no, and I think that um, meeting you guys in Denver and having that experience of like connecting with all of you has been super powerful and, and just really, it helps, makes it real. That was, Jason asked me, you know, like in the, we did the Uber to Boulder and he's like, you know, what, what is your takeaway? I said, just being here makes it real, makes this, you know, I, there's a lot of times when you, you can sit at home all day long and talk about all these amazing places you want to go or who you're going to meet or how you're going to change your life. But when you actually 
freaking take that step on and climb a mountain with a bunch of people who you just met five seconds ago who already are all like super supportive with you and they're like oh yeah you're rocking it deb i'm like who i don't even like there's nobody in my life and a lot of times like you're saying some people can get to the oh like deb's doing you know this or that and have these judgments or these these attitudes but like yeah, it's just the community has been amazing. Um, I'm super freaked out about Mexico. <laughs> I am so nervous about like, I think that the whole struggle this last two weeks is like, I put my passport application in and I like had already done the, and I'm booking my flight this week because I have free points from your courses. I learned how to get some free points, but I'm just like freaked out because I'm like, oh my God, I'm about to book. This is going to happen. Like I'm going to get on a plane and I'm going to freaking be in Mexico. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm actually doing this. <laughs> so I think that the Denver felt a lot like that. And now this is super feeling like that. When I was in Austin, it felt like that too. It was just like, this is happening. I'm like, I'm making it, I'm making it happen. And it's, yeah, you're continuing to push your comfort zone more and more. And and even just that saying, hey, I'm going to go get a passport. Like, hey, I took I took a trip to Denver. That was a big trip. Okay, now I came back. Then you went to Austin after that, you know, on your own. That was a, another step because you weren't going like with a group. And now it's like, all right, now I'm going out of the country. So uh, yeah, little by little by little pushing your comfort zone, right. Deb. And that's, that's what I love about you. And I can't wait to get to hang out with you in Mexico. Uh, you better... Make sure, I'm making sure you get on that plane because we don't live too far away from each other. So if, you, if I hear any little birds telling me that you're scared to go on the plane, I'll drive out there and get you on the plane myself. No, um, so thank you so much for, for coming on. And, and we just wanted to congratulate you as our member of the month this month and for being an awesome, integral, amazing part of the location in the community. You know, the community is only as strong as the members in it. And that's why we get to sit back and say that this place is unlike anywhere else in the world inside this community. It's because people like you, Deb. So thank you so much for joining me today. And thank you for being an awesome part of what we built here. Yeah, I appreciate it. I'm glad you guys, I, I took the the time and, and we interviewed uh, with you for the Travel Pulse story for Location Indie. And I think that'll get the, the community out a little bit more. And, uh, you know, a lot of people had asked me about this group and I said, well, here's the story. I just wrote about it. Um, so I've been like uh, sharing that, that story and just um, being able to yeah, to share this group with other people and just having them, a couple people here and there are like, oh yeah, I really want to try to do that. I should either look into this too. So um, a lot of other people have been, have been now in my life after they've kind of seen the progression that I've, and you're actually traveling and all this stuff. Now they're like, well, how did you do that? And what's going on? And tell me more. So uh, some people who like were initially maybe like, yeah, whatever, you're not going to do that. And then like later they came around, they're like, oh, so you were like really in Denver? Austin? <laughs> oh, okay. So that's been really cool. It's pretty cool when you can show instead of telling people, right? When you can actually get out, do it, and people see the change that that you're making, you say, Hey, here's one of the reasons I'm doing it instead of just talking about it. So I think too, about the inspiration, like I really always wanted to be a writer and a creator and help others. And I think that it's this year has been really about helping myself of like really digging into like, well, I can't really help other people until I like take care of myself and until I'm in a good place. And I think that that shows up and, and now people are like W like I just got a, a LinkedIn email from somebody I worked with years ago who follows me on LinkedIn and 
um, just a couple of people here and there are just like, you're really inspiring. And I'm like, I'm just doing something like I'm just trying. And I think a lot of people are just like that whole, you know, they don't try or they, they want to try and they're just like, Oh my God, you're actually doing it and stuff like that. So I think that it's, I really appreciate when people say that I inspire them because honestly, I'm really trying to just work on myself but I love that people are getting these, getting motivated and making their own changes happen in their own life because they're like, oh, Deb did this. Why can't I do this? Because that's how I feel. I'm like, you guys did this. You're just human beings. I mean, we're there's no superheroes. Well, we could say that there are. But anyway, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we're all we're all regular people. People saying, "Hey, I'm going to give something a try," and 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 right. if I can be motivated by other people, and and that can show me the way even better, and and hence why we decided to start the community. So thank you, Deb. Really appreciate it. your story is inspiring. And if you guys are not in the Location Indie community, if you're listening to this on the podcast, remember you can go to locationindie.com. That's i n d i e dot com. You can hop on the email newsletter list. We'll send you a lot of free goodies. And we'll also let you know when the community opens up because we only open up a few times a year and you can get to meet some awesome people like Deb and all the other people we have in the community. So thank you once again, Deb. We really appreciate it. Thank you for having me here. Thank you for joining us today on our very special monthly bonus episode where we highlight a Location Indie member and their story. If you're interested in joining Location Indie and learning more about what goes on in our community. Check us out at locationindie.com. You can hop on the newsletter and be the first to know when the community opens up again. We'll chat with you soon. See you next time. Peace.